0: Welcome to Chicagoland Parenting Stories. I am your host, Lisa Zimmerman. Let's get started with today's parenting story. Hello, and welcome back to Chicagoland Parenting Stories. This is episode six, and we are recording on June 22nd of 2023. My guest today is Adina rosenberg Natanson. She has been the owner of Prenatal Fit, which is a prenatal and postpartum fitness gym located in Chicago, and she just celebrated her ninth year in business. Hello, Adina.
1: Hi, everybody. And uh, should I say my name and my children?
0: Yes, and their ages, please. (laughs) Okay,
1: so my name is Adina Rosenberg-Natanson, and I have three beautiful children. My eldest is 18, his name is Noah. And he's about to go to college. Uh, He's going to Wash U. And my daughter, who's second, is my middle child. She's 15. And she is going to be a sophomore at Evanston High School. And my youngest is seven. And he's going to be going to
0: Saganesh uh, second grade. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe he's seven already. That's crazy. (laughs) It is crazy. Uh, If you could describe your parenting style, what would it be? So I was, I this kind of
1: like uh, I never thought about that before, and I was like, this kind of uh, I was like, what is it? What is my parenting style? I had to think about this one. So um, I've I've read that authoritative is actually the best one. I think I have a little bit of authoritative, but I can also be a little passive. Um, you know, sometimes I give in to my kids, but I feel like I really do put down, you know, the guidelines of what I like them to do. I like them to go to school and be good students and always make friends and treat people how they would like them to be treated. So I think I have a little bit of both. Sometimes I can be a little bit laxed and um want to just maybe have it too much fun but i feel like I'm a, I'm a good parent i feel like i get i put my foot down i could be a friend but i can also be a parent i gotta i gotta put some uh, parenting skills down there like you can't do things and i can be scary sometimes
0: <laughs> sometimes scary works doesn't it well yeah. without disclosing your age which generation are you a part of generation x Woo-hoo! and how would you describe how you were parented is it similar to how you parent?
1: Yes, I would say my parents were very much um, all about, you know, getting making sure I, I stay in school and get good grades, all about education. And that was instilled in me, that education is very important. And, um, you know, really treat people with respect, all people, you know, everybody has a right you know, to be right. Don't treat anyone less than you are. We're all human beings. So my parents taught me that really well. And I really appreciate that. So thanks, mom and dad.
0: <laughs> that's been a very important lesson and a hard one to to teach. We went strawberry picking last weekend and I just kept on saying, my goodness, can you believe people do this all day long to give us our vegetables? And it was the same thing, just trying to show respect for the people that are out in you know heat for 12, 13 hours a day picking vegetables. It was one hour and we were all done. Well, uh, for to... those that don't know, can you describe how you help new families and what you do at your gym?
1: Well, we, we uh, the demographics that we work with here is the expecting mother and someone who wants to be expecting too. So if you're trying to get pregnant, we also help those people too. But we work with new moms and expecting moms. We give them fitness classes to keep, keep them strong during their pregnancy and help them feel comfortable in their pregnancy and able to prepare to be a mom. So strengthening their arms so they can be carrying their baby around all day strengthening their posture as their body changes in their pregnancy. We help them uh, get ready for labor so that they're able to utilize tools that will help them get through contractions and use their body to help push the babies out. And then of course, postpartum recovery so that they can get an easy recovery. So uh, it won't be so hard to get their bodies strong after they have their babies. And then we have also education classes here. Everything from childbirth, CPR, bringing home baby, breastfeeding, cloth diaper, uh, (laughs) anything, everything. So to help you prepare for parenthood.
0: So just about everything. For those of you that don't know, I used to teach a new moms group with Adina at her gym for five years. We survived COVID together and we were actually, I believe, the first ones in the city to come back together and bring people back in person because we realized how much these moms needed community. So there's always be a very special place in my heart for this woman. What's your favorite thing about the work you do?
1: I definitely see that there's such a, a missing niche for these women. I mean, there's a lot of changes from their body to their relationship, to their jobs, and it's, it's, we're there for them. We support them. And I like, I went through it and I didn't feel support and I just see the difference by being there for them. And People don't think about the life changes that happens to you. I mean they watch the movies, and they say, Oh, it's beautiful, everybody's gets together and everybody's happy, but they start to realize very quickly it's not like that in the movies. It's really hard. And just seeing that they have that community to support them, they're very like depressed about their bodies or they're depressed about their new lives. There's someone else that they can talk to. And it makes me feel good to see friendships being made when they're pregnant, friendships while they're new moms. And I feel like just making a difference for people, the community.
0: I loved when we had that phase where the women that had just came back after COVID, it was nice out and they started walking over together after the mom's group over to the coffee shop and they kept it going. And I don't know how long they stayed in contact, but I really hope that they did. I hope that they made their mom friends that they needed. What's the biggest challenge with the work that you do?
1: Uh, well, you know, most studios, most, most gyms have like, you know, they're on, they have like the same people coming over 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 again. Our gym is kind of like a, a wave. So, you know, we go through waves of people, you know, they go through the process of being pregnant, and then we're hoping they come back for postpartum. And then the next group comes in. So we just have to keep on, you know, the advertising, make sure that everybody knows who we are. We don't have like the same people over and over again, you know, so we have waves of like graduating classes kind of. So we just have to make sure that we keep our advertising going and word of mouth that we keep our, our service, you know, up to the best. So people are saying, oh my gosh, I love prenatal fit. And then telling their friends, <laughs> that's the challenge.
0: I'm sure it is. Did you always want to be a parent?
1: yeah i mean i was a babysitter from a very small age i loved being a, mo- a babysitter so i love taking care of kids i love kids and babies and uh i get to relive it in my mommy and me classes so i get to play with all the babies so um now i'm at the stage where i'm not having more babies but i get to i get to play with the babies and mommy and me and um i was always told i was an awesome babysitter so
0: i was like you will be an awesome mom how old is your child when you really start parenting them do you think is it from day one is it somewhere down the road
1: yeah i don't think it starts when they're a baby because you you know they don't even know what they're doing but um when they start to be <laughs> aware of what they're doing then you maybe start to say you know don't cross this street without looking you know don't eat that you're gonna get sick <laughs> those kind of things uh safety and health I would say, when they start to be able to grab things on their own, whenever they can make that decision, uh, I would say that.
0: Do you have to parent your children differently?
1: Right now, yes. My eldest definitely is different than my youngest (laughs) and my middle. They're all different. So um, my eldest... quite
0: an age range there, too. Yes,
1: because I went through a divorce. So my first two are from my first husband. And then I took a while to find my new husband. And now <laughs> I had the third one with the third with the second husband. Um, and we're presently together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so each one has got, yeah, it's definitely challenging because my eldest um, thinks he's mature enough to do things, but many times is not and makes poor choices. My middle, my daughter likes to buy lots of things. And I keep telling her when you start getting well, buying lots of things with my money. And I keep telling her, you won't buy as much when it's your money. We'll see what happens, which now she has a job. So she's kind of learning that about money. And my youngest, you know, whatever he sees on the TV set he wants. And we're always like, oh, for your birthday, we'll get that for your birthday. We'll see <laughs> And it's the next toy. Oh, I want this toy. Oh, we'll get that for your birthday. And he doesn't remember the last toy. So that's our little way of saying, oh yeah, we'll, we'll think about it around your birthday. So, um, you know, each child is different.
0: What's it like preparing to let one of your children go away to college?
1: Um, You know, I really haven't really absorbed that yet because he's still around. And, um, you know, I know it's going to happen and I know it's good for his growth. And I'm probably going to be upset and, you know, happy and upset at the same time, like, okay, this means that I'm getting older, this means that I have to let him go, but, you know, it's a part of life, and I just got to do it. And my sisters all have kids that went away and did stuff, so I kind of watched them, and and they did fine, and they're okay, and, you know. We'll see. He's gonna get stronger and he get more mature, I think, when he's on his own. So I kinda of like think it's good for him. He's a little bit reliant too much on like us. So I think he'll be more he'll get more life lessons, but on living on his own.
0: Yeah, sometimes it's like we have to let the baby bird fly. Yeah. Which can be hard though too. What is your most embarrassing parenting moment? <laughs> I was thinking about that.
1: You put that question in there. I was like, there's so many. Which one should I share? <laughs> Which one's
0: most embarrassing?
1: Well, I mean, every time I look at my eldest's uh, chest, he has a little mark there, um, and I was I was embarrassed because I pinched him doing the seatbelt. I was I was he was so fat, and I and now he has a scar for life on his chest. But that's not so embarrassing. But um, you know, I think I I think like I embarrassing or kind of look back and wish I I wasn't so. Um, and I was like, you know, I was trying to, I was comparing my son with some other children that they were doing some better, you know, they were talking or they were, they were doing things that my child couldn't do. And I couldn't handle that. Like, I, I think it was like too much for me. And I actually had to cut off the friendship because I just couldn't handle like every time we had a play date, she'd be like doing all these things and that, and my son wasn't doing those things. And I'm kind of embarrassed that I was so, I don't know what the word for that is shallow or like too, too judgmental that I couldn't handle that she could do things and my son couldn't. And I was like, she would take a toy and he would, he wouldn't say anything. And, and she, and he would get, she would, he would just cry because he couldn't talk and she could. And so it was hard for me to watch that. And I was, was kind of embarrassing, but kind of like upsetting that I can just let things go like, oh, you know, he'll talk eventually. But it, it was just, I don't know if that's embarrassing. It or was what, hard.
0: But, yeah, I can see that being like embarrassing. I can see that. Um, so speaking of friendships, when your children were babies, do you have people that you still keep in contact from that time period?
1: Um, well, sort of, cause they kind of went to high school together. they went to grammar school together and then also camp and they're my friends on Facebook. So Facebook friends, maybe, I mean, my closest friends are not, uh, my kids' friends. I mean, they were just, they were friends. I mean, my kids were friends. So then we were friends because of that, you know, so, um, yeah. I wouldn't say that we're like close friends but i you know i keep contact with them on facebook on facebook just to see what they're doing and what their kids are doing and what college they're going to because now like all the kids are going to college and my eldest's class and um i'm finding out what my daughter's class what what jobs are getting because now this is the summer all like all the 15 year olds are getting their license and going um getting their job so you know just keeping upkeep with them but not hanging out with them <laughs>
0: Well, and it's hard too, because everybody's busy, maybe spread apart. It's not as yeah. easy to do. But I guess I, I guess the question is kind of like, you know, and obviously you do think this because you offer this at your gym, but how important do you think that those relationships really are when you are a new parent? The first ones that you make when you're like mom dating and you just have, the only thing you have in common is you both have children. Yeah.
1: So that's very, I feel like it's very important. Uh, I feel like when you're, on your like when you have this first experience of having a, a baby everything is scary you're learning about how to be a mom and having someone else who's also going through that it's just it's such a big help and support and just be like advice like hey you know my baby's doing this not going to sleep what do you have any advice on this and then just having someone else oh yeah I have that same problem my baby's not sleeping either and I'm like oh that's good it's nice to have someone else with having the same issues and um you know you feel um you feel very alone and isolated when you're a new mom so having that friend is gonna make you feel supported
0: I agree. And also the idea that like they're going through similar things as you. So there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with your baby. This is just how it goes. But you you could read all the books or all the things online or have a thousand people tell you, but usually just takes that one that is the person that really makes you realize, oh, okay, you know, this is normal. What do you see as the biggest trend in parenting right now? Hmm, that's a good
1: question. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of apps out there that I didn't have when I was <laughs> all these like breastfeeding apps, sleeping apps, uh, things that tell these moms what to do every month, like for recovery, which is kind of my competition. I'm like, hmm. come come to me. Don't look at this app.
0: Well, uh, and I feel like it's nothing is really one size fits all when it comes to, you know, your body, your baby feeding or any of that. And so I don't know how you sell something that's so rigid.
1: Yeah. So they have these apps out there that they're all downloading and uh, new baby products that I haven't seen before. A lot of sleep, new sleep products that they're new and, uh, new like pacifiers like new things that these babies are getting for for distraction um stuff that they can use on airplanes um i don't know things like that gadgets
0: gadgets that's a good and that was one thing i loved about doing the moms group is i always learned about the latest gadgets because i could not possibly keep up with all that i didn't have a baby and there's quite a few but i always feel like a lot of those gadgets are actually invented by parents you know, like the windy was some genius, right? Who was just like, let's just let this air out and see what else comes out. And I always uh, joke around about the dock that some mom was like, if you're so happy on your changing table, why can't I just take this everywhere with me? And then she made it and charged $200 for it. And oh. now she's a millionaire. Maybe it was a dad. I don't know. I'm not trying to be, you know, gender specific. All I'm saying is that some parent invented that and said, there's a need for this product that does not exist. Uh, what have your children taught you the most about being a parent?
1: I feel like, you know what happens, I know Instagram and (laughs) Facebook always pop up things about parenting. So I think that sometimes it's like they know what I'm going through. So they're like, you know, um, you got to be patient with your kids. You can't, I feel like a lot of times I want to like act out and I got to remember that they're learning to be adults and, you know, you got to do what you say, you know, like you'll say, you know, I want you to act this way and if you're not doing that and you look at yourself you reflect at yourself and say oh wait a second where are they learning
0: that bad habit from oh me so they're learning <laughs> learning that i feel like a- the parent i don't know where my child learned those words and then they're swearing like crazy you know <laughs> that's me that's
1: me doing that so i guess it's teaching me how to be a better person um you know how to parents because you know if i want them to do something i better do it myself and that's the best way for them to learn is to see by example
0: so yeah so that modeling of behavior is so important. That's yeah. funny too, because it's one of those things that I don't think we really realize how important it is until we're kind of in the throes of it. And then you're constantly teaching them, but then you start realizing how much they're watching you and listening to you. And yeah. then it's like, uh-oh, I better be careful here. All right, this is our final question. What is your biggest parent piece of parenting advice to share with new parents?
1: Uh, don't be hard on yourself. And... As long as you get like 50% of it right, your your child will be normal. <laughs> 50%, you could screw up. <laughs> the other 50%, as long as you get 50% down, your child's gonna be fine. So just don't be so hard on yourself if your child's not talking or walking or going to the bathroom right, or whatever uh, milestone that you're working on. Just take it, just remember this is gonna be just how many years are gonna be with your child before they have to go to college so you really want to appreciate how many times you're going to be going on vacation with them which will be you know how many years you're with your child and how many times will you be able to have a child say i want to sit on your lap i want to read a book with you those moments will be gone when they get older my eldest two oldest kids are constantly with their friends and um so just take a moment to really appreciate the time that you have them when they're younger
0: because they I think will. that that is great advice because it does go very quick, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, we are out of time. Thank you again for joining us for episode six of Chicagoland Parenting Stories. And thank you so much to our guest, Adina of Prenatal Fit in Chicago.
1: Yay. Thank you for listening. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Adina. <laughs>